All right. Welcome back to your Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023, the 234th day of the year, 131 days to go in 2023. And today is all about food. It is National Eat a Peach Day. Like most fruit, the peach is not only refreshing and delicious, but loaded with healthy benefits. On the flip side, today is also pecan or pecan tort day, very similar to pecan pie, but more of a cake. And although equally as delicious, it is not nearly as nutritious as the peach. And it's Taco Tuesday, of course, but today is a very, very significant Taco Tuesday. Taco Bell is giving anyone who wants one a free Doritos Locos Taco for the next three Tuesdays in celebration of the company removing its trademark on the phrase Taco Tuesday. Yeah, everybody's been using it anyway, but the trademark previously owned by Taco Bell in 49 states. Only in New Jersey is the trademark not held by Taco Bell, likely because of Tony Soprano, if you catch my drift. But Taco Bell had asked for the trademark to be removed so that all taco restaurants across the country could use the Taco Tuesday phrase legally. A very admirable move by Taco Bell, and I'm sure everyone else appreciates it. So today really, really is Taco Tuesday. And don't forget, you can get a free one at all participating Taco Bells today, next Tuesday, and the Tuesday after that. The top headline that you won't be hearing much about today is tensions between the U.S. and Iran running very high. And the follow-up to that would be, what is the United States and the Biden administration going to do about it? Video shows several speedboats driven by armed soldiers of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard and dozens of Iranian drones confronting two U.S. Navy warships in the Strait of Hormuz. The U.S. ships are said to be carrying about 4,000 troops, many who are seen in the video manning weapons on deck and arguing with some of the Iranians. This is serious stuff. The U.S. ships were sent to the Persian Gulf in response to Iran's continued threats of seizing oil tankers there in the Strait of Hormuz. And don't forget, the Biden administration has been quietly negotiating the release of five U.S. prisoners in Iran for the return of about $6 billion of Iranian assets from sanctions that have been placed on the country. Here is Secretary of State Antony Blinken at a news conference about two weeks ago. Iran will not be receiving any sanctions relief. And in any instance where we would engage in um, such efforts to bring Americans home from Iran, Um, Iran's own funds uh, would be used. And here's former Vice President Mike Pence campaigning at the Iowa State Fair last week. I'm President of the United States. Uh, We will not pay ransom to terrorist states. We will not pay ransom for American hostages. Uh, Any nation that takes Americans hostage around the world will be met with American strength. By the way, the video of the Iran provocation, if you want to call it, is all over the place. Just Google it. Check it out for yourself. Very concerning. 
And former President Donald Trump said he will turn himself in at the Fulton County, Georgia jail on Thursday, a day after the first GOP presidential debate, which is also one of the big stories today and this week. According to court papers filed on Monday, Trump's bond has been set at $200,000, which means he'll need to bring twenty grand in cash with him when he voluntarily turns himself in. And while the entire world watches the former president of the United States get arrested again in a jailhouse. They're also watching the current president. More from Greg Kelly. So, Joe, no comment Biden when it comes to the Maui fires. Finally went to Maui today, had to be cajoled into it. A lot of faux pas, a lot of weirdness. He's joking every step of the way. You know, the people of Maui, you know what they were doing? They were holding up signs. Some of them said, no comment. Welcome to Maui. They're mad about what he said and the lack of uh, action. And then Joe, as he does, made it all about him. It's tragedy. It happened to the people of Hawaii. But he had to talk about himself. To date, 114 dead, hundreds of people unaccounted for. I remember when I got the call, my first wife and daughter... I was a young senator, and I got a call in Washington. I hadn't been sworn in yet. I wasn't old enough. And I was hiring staff in the Capitol at Teddy Kennedy's office. And I got a phone call saying from my fire department, and a young first responder kind of panicking, you got to come home. There's been an accident. I said, what happened? He said, your wife, she, she, she's dead. Come home. Come home. The tractor trailer had broadsided her and, uh, uh, and killed her in a car accident along with my Little daughter. All right. I'm and, so uh, sorry. I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry this happened. I really am. It was 51 years ago. And he actually just misled everybody about it being the tractor trailer's fault. Uh, he's done that before. I'm sorry. Everybody's undergone loss. And there he is in the middle of that devastation to talk about what happened in 1972. He's done it a million times before. May have worked in Delaware. I don't know. I think it's it's become a political tool. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 10 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And Greg left out the best part. The president went on to talk about how he almost lost his second wife, the first lady, and his Corvette. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake. It's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, (laughs) and my cat. Now keep in mind, at least 115 deaths have been confirmed in Maui. Hundreds of people are still unaccounted for. The people that are there listening to the president lost everything that they have, and hundreds are still looking for their loved ones. He did eventually say the full resources of the government will be used to help rebuild Maui. Remember how critical the media was, and still is, of Trump's visit to Puerto Rico after the hurricane. You know, that famous famous news conference where he's throwing out the paper towels. But you won't hear that much criticism of Biden's ridiculous comments in Maui. And Trump also had pallets of Trump water delivered to hurricane victims. 
Anyway, as for the former president being booked in Georgia later this week, we go to Monday's Newsline with Bianca de la Garza and Trump attorney Christina Bob. It's interesting to see how, you know, legacy left-wing media is talking about this case and how others are as well. There's this article in The Atlantic saying that the Constitution prohibits Trump from ever being president again, uh, saying the only question is whether American citizens today can uphold that commitment. They're talking about the 14th Amendment. Uh, Christine, what do you make when you see something like this? Are they they doing, you know, mental gymnastics here to try and, and, you know, spin the law? To say the least, this is a liberal pipe dream, and I would go so far as to say it's not even in the realm of possibility. The 14th Amendment specifically addresses insurrection and prevents anyone from uh, guilty of insurrection from holding federal office. Well, in order to be uh, found guilty of insurrection, you have to be charged with insurrection. That's not even on the indictment here. Right. Uh, Not only is he not convicted of it, he's not even charged with it, which, of course, it would have to go through the appeals process. Now, liberals want you to stand on your head and do some gymnastics and squint, and maybe hopefully you'll see how, you know, obstructing official proceeding is basically the same thing as insurrection, but it's not. It's very clearly not. And legally, it is factually and legally very, very different. So I don't even see this as in the realm of possibility. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer, but I want to counter with this. I found this very interesting interesting. And maybe, Doug, this is more applicable. There is a Georgia code here that people have been writing about, a criminal prosecution carried on maliciously and without probable cause, which causes damage to a person, can give them a cause of action. It's GA code 517. But, I mean, prosecutorial misconduct and malicious uh, prosecution here, couldn't that be another applicable law if uh, Trump's team wants to go forward? Well, the best way to put that is that if the Republicans were saying that, then it would be laughed at, mocked, rejected. If it was in reverse, then it would be, oh, absolutely. So Christina's point is the key. In other words, they just, you know, it's like trial later, punishment first, you know, Alice in Wonderland, whatever the quote was. So the point is, you can't just glibly say, oh, yes, he's guilty of insurrection when A, you haven't charged him with it, B, hasn't been convicted of anything. So it's just laughable. And again, the reason I mentioned the thing about in the two directions is it's all about double standards. I mean, if you had, uh, you know, Biden, for example, on the receiving end of this discussion, it would be mockery, laughter, and derision. It's It's just amazing. That's former federal prosecutor Doug Burns on Newsline with Bianca De La Garza. Newsline is at noon Eastern on Newsmax, a great way to get caught up on what's happening during your lunch hour. And Eric Trump spoke about what's happening with Eric Bowling last night. Good push to have right here Monday. You know, Friday, Joe Biden said, America first. Well, that that makes us poor. Well, I, perhaps in the D.C. swampland it does, but not certainly middle American and in, in, in the average voter. I think America first actually works. You can weigh in on, on that or some of the things that we found out about Hunter over the weekend. What are your thoughts on what's going on in D.C.? Well, listen, every single Biden policy has made America poor. Look at gas prices, look at inflation. Inflation is outpacing wage growth by, you know, huge leaps and bounds. I mean, we've had we've had runaway inflation. We've had an economy that people don't feel confident in. Consumer confidence is at all time low. Gas prices are, are through the roof. Everything's more expensive. I mean, it's, it, housing's through the roof, food's through the roof. I mean, every single consumer staple has gone up. I mean, he's made this country poor. Look at my father. He had the lowest energy prices in history. You had the lowest unemployment in the history of this nation, the lowest African-American unemployment, the lowest Hispanic unemployment. Our economy was absolutely rocking. Manufacturing was coming back to the United States. I could go on and on. I mean, regulations were being cut 
by leaps and bounds. He wasn't sending over hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars to the Ukraine while, you know, states like Hawaii suffer, right? I mean, there's natural disasters. You've got these massive fires that take down half of a state, you know, half of a, you know, island in a state. And you have cargo planes flying over it to go to the Ukraine as opposed to actually helping the people who are United States citizens. It's it's a disgrace. But there isn't a single economic factor that, that Biden has done a good job on. And uh, you compare that to four years ago, you know, this country was rocking and rolling and the entire world was envious of the United States of America. You know, I, I think so, yeah, you're hitting on a couple of things there. Insane that we're going to send, I think Joe Biden offered $700 per household for for Maui households. And how many thousands upon thousands of dollars per households are we sending in foreign aid around the world? It's actually d- disgusting and insulting. Eric Trump on the balance with Eric Bowling last night. And there was news Monday on the investigations into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. More from Newsmax national correspondent Logan Raddick on Capitol Hill. Over the weekend, the New York Times reported that Hunter Biden's attorneys are pushing President Biden's Justice Department to prosecute the IRS whistleblowers who testified before Congress. The Justice Department has reportedly willing to let Hunter Biden off scot-free, but the whistleblowers' testimony changed their minds and also the minds of the judge, the federal judge in Delaware, Mary Ellen Noreka, who made that plea deal fall apart. She decided not to accept or reject the plea agreement that was negotiated Hunter Biden. Now, a former attorney for Hunter Biden, Chris Clark, he also says that in 2022, he wanted President Biden to testify if Hunter Biden were to be facing criminal charges. So a lot going on in both of these investigations. Newsmax national correspondent Logan Raddick and Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, a member of the House Oversight Committee, spoke about it with Newsmax. I want to get your thoughts specifically about what our reporter Logan Raddick was talking about there at the end of his report about the probe into Hunter Biden's. I know that you're on the Oversight Committee. What happens next alongside the David Weiss investigation that many people think might not produce much of anything? Well, look, I know the David Weiss uh, investigation is not going to produce much of anything because if David Weiss was going to do something, he would have done it already. What he tried to do was sweep this stuff under the rug. We all know that. The plea deal that he orchestrated was blown up. And by the way, Merrick Garland knows about the details of this plea deal because any plea deal from a U.S. attorney gets signed off by the attorney general. So we know how deep Merrick Garland is into this. So I don't expect much there. What House Republicans are going to do, we're going to finish our investigation because all the information that has come forward that has frankly made the Department of Justice look like an outfit actually obstructing justice on behalf of the Biden family has come from the House Oversight Committee and the House Judiciary Committee and House Ways and Means. That's how the American people know about all this information. We're going to continue our investigation. I fully expect for the House to start an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, because what we are clearly seeing is that Joe Biden has facilitated and allowed his son to be an unregistered foreign agent, shaking down foreign companies for money to the Biden family while they were selling influence of Joe Biden, or should I say Robert L. Peters, or whatever pseudonym he's working under. Florida Congressman Byron Donalds of the House Oversight Committee on American Agenda. And how about we squeeze in some commentary from former Arkansas governor and GOP presidential candidate Mike Huckabee on with Rob Schmidt tonight. 
Former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee joins me now. Sir, good to have you back on. Um, I, I do have well, some breaking news. Here. Uh, yeah, thank you, sir. I, I got some breaking news just off the top. Uh, you know, it just got it in my ear during one of the sound bites. CNN is reporting that uh, former President Trump is going to turn himself into Fulton County Jail uh, on Thursday, as obviously they're trying to weaponize everything they can against Trump to distract from the real scandal here with Joe Biden. Your thoughts on that? Well, I think he ought to show up and say that he now identifies as Robert L. Peters and see uh, maybe he'll get off because that would be so much better for him. One of the things that becomes very obvious, anytime there is some bad news about Joe Biden or Hunter Biden, an expose about the money laundering, immediately there's something that's going to happen with Donald Trump. He's going to get indicted. Sure. There's going to be a new development from the prosecutors. It's just as predictable that the sun will come up in the east and set in the west. But here's what we need to focus on. Uh, you mentioned it a moment ago. I had James Comer on my show this weekend for TBN that airs on Newsmax on the weekend. Yeah. He was describing 20 shell companies, 20 that the Bidens ran this money through so it would be very hard to track. Not impossible. And to the good work of James Comer and his committee, uh, and they're doing yeoman's work on the oversight committee. We wouldn't know anything if it weren't for what they're doing. But no longer can people say, well, we don't have any evidence. Actually, there is a mounting pile of evidence, the 20 shell companies, the over $21 million that just represents one-third of the bank records of the Bidens. We're talking about here tens of millions of dollars that flowed through the Bidens. And what is most fascinating, Rob, they didn't pay taxes on it. So you've got Joe Biden talking about everybody ought to pay his fair share of taxes. Exactly. Well, let's start with you, Joe and Hunter. Yeah. Pay your fair share of money that you got by laundering it from the Chinese, the Ukrainians, and the Russians. Mike Huckabee on Rob Schmidt tonight. President Biden and the First Lady are back in Lake Tahoe, by the way, today to continue vacationing after going to Maui yesterday. And let's not forget about California, where the cleanup is underway after Hurricane Hillary dumped massive amounts of rain on Southern California, causing widespread flooding and damage. We are just about at the peak of hurricane season, which started on June 1st and doesn't end until November 30th. So we're just about in the middle, and I hate to say it, but we could still see and likely will see a lot of action in the tropics during the next three months. And as they always say, be prepared. Prepare now. Don't wait for a storm to be moving in before you get the supplies you need. And don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems. If you have AT&T, Comcast, Spectrum, Cox Cable, Xfinity, Fios, DirecTV, Dish, and many others, you have Newsmax TV. It's also available on platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and more. Be sure to get the Newsmax app as well so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you, as always, for checking out Newsmax Daily. Tell all your friends and check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts as well. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Go get that free taco at Taco Bell and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.